johnsyndicate.com. Call 1-888-201-4201. That's 1-888-201-4201. Direct from the Vegas Strip. Are you looking to access the most powerful betting syndicate information directly from the Vegas Wise Guys? The same games that players walk into the casinos and move 5, 10, 20 dimes a game on week in and week out. Learn the secrets of the most powerful betting sources directly from our office to your ears. All you have to do to walk with that air of confidence is pick up the phone and don't stall. Make the call. Call 1-888-201-4201. That's 1-888-201-4201. Call now. Call free for your access password at johnsyndicate.com. That's www.johnsyndicate.com. Call now. Call free. Guys, we are back with another edition of Sports Insider Radio, the John and Mike Show. It is the 10th of May. What's going on, Mike? Just uh, finally, it looks like the weather has turned here, and we have sunshine. Yeah, I'm wearing a jacket. I'm still wearing a jacket. I don't know why you're wearing a jacket. It's 70 degrees outside. It's cold in here. It's cold in the office, as it always is, but... Outside of that, outside, it's gorgeous. No, uh, the O's are one of the best teams in baseball this year, which obviously being uh, the only other sports team outside the Ravens here, it just gets everybody pretty excited for the summer, which we usually, it's the opposite. So uh, it's well, fun. let's not Baseball's forget that everybody to... tries to be fake capital fans too, but we won't count them. Well, of course, the same thing with the Wizards, but, you know, at, at the end of the day, our true two teams here are the Ravens and the Orioles, where literally you could get down to the stadium in about 20 minutes from our office very easily. It's it's fun. I'm sure Junior likes going down there. It's enjoyable. We get some food, watch the game. It's nothing like the Ravens game, but it's more of like a laid-back environment, just like baseball normally I mean, is. So let's talk. Let's do a little different strategy today. Uh, let's talk about the future. Let's talk, and we'll work backwards. Let's talk about the upcoming football season. Let's not talk about uh, the Ravens. Just appease me, if you will, to all of our new listeners at 101.7 FM in Las Vegas, as well as 1400 AM in Las Vegas, as well as people listening all around the globe online that follow us religiously for the last decade. Let's talk about Dave yesterday on Instagram. Dave at Vegas Ringers on Instagram um, did a very long Instagram story uh, where he took questions from people. And for the people listening that don't know who David Miller is, David Miller is basically the, uh, you know, the most renowned professional sports better in the industry. Uh, not pick, pick seller, but actually sports better. Um, who we basically about a decade ago, uh, begged to monetize his strategies where he could make money plus make money from thousands of subscribers getting access to his information because 
the more the merrier, why not? So, you know, he spent a lot of time, and I don't know if you went through the whole thing, talking about positive EV, having multiple outs, treating the betting as a business. And as I was explaining to you in the group down in Georgia this morning, I think there's a a line in the sand. You have 50-year-old bettors like myself that come from old school, where the only one state it was legal, where we're broadcasting live for you know, my entire life up to a couple of years ago, the state of Nevada, as Brian would say, it's not Nevada, it's Nevada. I say it correctly, and every time I think of Brian, he used to scold me when I said it incorrectly. So in the state of Nevada, it's been legal forever. And you have old school bettors that were basically line shopping, running from book to book, dealing with local guys. And then you have the new guys that it's, they come from a fantasy league background, they usually around 20, 25, 21, 25, maybe I would call sub 30. 30, I would say, is about the limit. And they have this desire to be uh, sports traders, looking at the screens, edge betting numbers. And obviously, you know, we've exposed and released a lot of information to the public that, look, you don't really need to make money. There's no mo- you don't need to know anything about sports. You don't need to know anything about the names of the teams. You don't need to know anything about the players. You just need to know about math. And you just need to know about numbers. You don't need an algorithm. You don't need a system. You just need your eyeballs. You're getting a little bit of uh, feedback. I'm not sure if it's your headset, but it's cutting a little in and out. All right, so it looks like John, uh, again, a little bit of technical difficulties. He'll be right back. But primarily what we're going with this is Dave is a savant. He has a way of Can you of hear me monetizing. now? I just want to make sure. I could, yeah, I can hear you great. Better? Yep. And um, I just picked up where you left off, where Dave has a unique strategy of finding well, Great let me just value. finish my point before Go you... Ahead. Go ahead. So the point was is you have old school and you have new school. You have old school guys that, like the Computer Group and the Kosher Boys and uh, Mike Levitt, who's no longer with us, and my partner Larry Ducart, who's no longer with us, um, uh, people like uh, Billy Walters, who I don't know personally, who are still with us. Um, you know, old school, running numbers, having a group of traditional handicapping analysts, having that round table where they're bouncing everything off each other. And, you know, what Dave has basically proved from the new school style is you don't need to know any of that. You know, it's very easy to win if you know how to read a screen. The problem is lifestyle. So back to my original thing was I think there's a line in the sand between the 50-year-old man like myself that has kids and a family and he goes to work and he just wants to be told what to do. Not everybody wants to learn how to fish. And I realized this after watching that um, Instagram story where it was very informative and Dave was like spot on and right on. But we must not forget, not everybody wants to learn how to fish. I am a city boy. Baltimore City, this city boy is not fishing. (laughs) This city boy is going to the fish market and buying his fish. I don't want to learn how to fish. I don't have the time to learn how to fish. I don't care to learn how to fish. I want to pay people to fish for me. 
my life and my time is more valuable than me sitting in front of, I'd rather not fish. So I think that you have to realize that we, you know, in the sports pick business of the selling the information, it's very interesting because you have this selling the information, the fish, and then you have selling people how to fish. And I still believe, and this is where it gets a little technical, and I wanted to talk about it on air with you, I still believe most of the high net worth individuals that we consult want to fish. I don't believe my buddy Dave in Tampa cares about learning how to fish. I don't believe, um, unless you're retired and you, you're no longer working it, and it can't be your full obsession, I don't really think that most people want to learn how to fish. The irony is the people that have the most amount of money don't want to learn how to fish. They bet the biggest. They want to go about their business. The irony is that you get a lot of calls and you get a lot of inquiries from what I call young, new, legal sports bettors who want to learn how to trade and they have unrealistic expectations. And when you watch Dave's Instagram story, you know, he said it several times. You want to bet $100 a game, you better have at least ten grand, 15 grand preferable. Most people don't want to hear that. How many 25-year-old guys are hanging around with an extra 15 grand? I'm not saying they're not there, but me and you get calls from 25-year-old guys all the time, I'm going to get back to you. I'm going to get my money together. I'm going to get back to you. I'm going to get my money together. And they, they have the idea of wanting to take the master class and learn how to read the screens. And in the meanwhile, the high roller, like Dave in Tampa, just calls me up and he says, here's 20 grand. Give me the fish. Anyway, I'll defer to you. Well, just to touch on that, I mean, you made very good points. Um, you know, I am on the front lines. I get to vet every client. That's why before we take and you, a lot of the new listeners that are hearing this or follow Dave on Instagram, um, you're going to start seeing we're, we're actually rather than only doing a one-on-one masterclass where just to, for those that don't know, the masterclass is very unique to the industry. Um, I don't think I've seen it anywhere else. Most people believe in their minds that they, if they are pros, if they're giving away their secrets, that it's losing a little bit of value. Well, Dave was actually very honest about it. And he said, look, yes, am I going to lose a little value on the number? Absolutely. But it's worth it for me to get a retainer to teach it because it's, it, it doesn't overcome me getting money down. It's just a little variance. So to a guy like Dave to say that, that means he's willing to educate. We've been through a handful of these um, mentorships last year because I remember when the Spencer video, uh, Spencer Cornelia video dropped on YouTube last March a year ago. Um, we had a lot of inquiries internationally to learn how to fish, to find out how to read U.S. market screens because those guys were already full force internationally, and they realize they can get softer markets um, and less saturated markets when they're betting U.S. teams versus international soccer, which is primarily over there, or tennis, or even sports like cricket. I mean, they're, they're using those as a, you know, as an addition to what they're already doing. So it's easier to teach people when they already know some of the lingo and they understand, like, I put it to you this way. My first question that I always ask every potential client that fills out a uh, application form to get a consultation for the mentorship. 
do you watch the Avoid the Trap podcast? They go, yeah. Sorry, listen to it. So do you understand it? Some of it, that's a good sign that a client would be even applicable to do the mentorship. Because if you don't understand the lingo and you don't have the bandwidth and you're simply trying to do this as a side hustle, you're going to fail long-term because it takes too much time and you basically have to commit. Right now, it's... You mean, you mean if you want to learn? You mean if you want to learn how to fish? If you want to learn how to fish, I'm only talking get about fish. Okay. No, no, I'm only talking about mentorship where you're basically doing it yourself. And during football season, I mean, for those that have watched the the Spencer Cornelia video on YouTube, Dave spends twelve to fourteen hours Saturday and Sunday, nonstop in game live betting the entire day. It's literally. He moved to Colorado for the value of getting softer numbers outside of where he's lived for many years, which is Las Vegas, away from his family to run a business. So just think about that. He, he didn't just say, all right, I'm going to try to do this, um, you know, 50%. He literally moved to Colorado for one purpose, not to go out like you see on his Instagram channel and, and have fun at night. That's all part of his lifestyle. But the guy literally during football season works 12 hours a day reading screens, getting in-game value. Um, he's also got, just like you said about the Billy Walters group where there's a, a round table, he also has that within himself where he's got about five to ten pros that they bounce information off. And it's not, hey, here's a game, bet it. They, they give an explanation of why the line is advantageous to be able to proceed with a trade on that particular line at that particular book at that particular time. Um, all of these guys that do this professionally are non-emotional. They're not in it for the big score. They're not hitting parlays. They're, they're big payouts, like what a regular gambler would think a parlay is a futures bet with positive EV value, where they get in really good early in the season on a team because they're getting good value and the team wins the Super Bowl or the national championship or the, or the World Series or the, you know, or the, the NBA champion. Like Dave has many, many parlays, I want to call them. They're not parlays, but many, um, many positive EV bets to win a series, to win a conference, to win a championship. So all of this goes hand in hand with what you would get if you were part of the mentorship. You would get the tools to learn how to read screens. Uh, you would get the tools to get feedback from us when you do the, the actual homework and it seems like it's a second language and now you're re-asking us questions. So what, what we do is we do live Zoom calls that we record for each client. Um, that is a three-month course. Usually people don't need longer than three months if you do. We extend it because, again, this isn't a, a business model that we just created and we've been doing it for years. This is something that came new over a year ago, and we're more case-by-case case situation. Like you said, John, it's not a high number of people that we enroll into the mentorship. Now, I get a ton of inquiries, get a ton of inquiries of people that want to do it, but and I well, speak to them. So here, this is, this is my, and then we'll move on to the next thing in a minute. This is my whole core, which is in 2000, 
Everybody wanted to be an Internet day trader. This was like, call it like the new legalization of wagering. Internet was full throttle. Everybody had access to an E-Trade account or whatever the account was at the time. And everybody was going to buy Internet stocks and, every, and, and, and blah, blah, blah. And that all crashed out. And the idea was that the person could not do it as a side hustle. The idea was that that person could do it as a living. And so most of these people crashed and burned, and the people that were successful trading the markets were people that had other jobs and they were trading the markets as a side hustle. And there was a very low success rate of people that actually tried to do it as a living. So with that being said, when I'm, I, it's kind of like I'm throwing this out there. If you're young and you're 25 and you're 30 and you just got out of college and you, you have this grandiose idea that you're going to do this for a living, I would say get a job. Make this a side hustle. Get the fish for at least five years. <laughs> Build your bankroll with the fish before you start learning how to fish. Now, hey, we'll take your money if you want to learn how to fish. But we've also had people that have paid for the mentorship, which have freaked out because it was too much work for them after the fact when we forewarned them. Even, you know, so, again, I go back to is the is the intention – of of a of a sports trader gambler who's trying to make alpha to quit his day job or maybe he's young enough that he doesn't even have a career yet and if he's going to do that i think he's probably going to it's going to be a harder road than if he's going to go get a job use his degree for something positive, follow something in the mainstream world. Not everybody can be a Dave Miller who doesn't have a job. It just wage. And when I say doesn't have a job, I mean a typical nine-to-five job. Not everybody can work 24 hours a day so they don't have to work from nine-to-five. And when, as someone like myself, personally, being immersed in this industry since I'm 15, I had never once decided that I want to be like Dave. I want to pay people like Dave, but I don't want to be Dave. I want to be able to leave my office. I want to be able to go get on my bike. I want to go ride for three hours. I want to come back. I want to take the kids to this and take the kids to that. And then I just want Dave to hit me on Telegram, play this game, boom. So I am like the ideal client. I am the guy that has the main job. My my job is to supply the information, but I have no desire to sit in front of the screens and stare at them all day. That was no. my point. And don't you think and, and most all these people that are inquiring should be – it's almost they should really understand that if they're not really financially set with their six-figure career already, it's probably they should probably just buy the fish. When I had uh, uniquely a, a couple of days ago, I had a, a potential client call me, and again, I I do a very rigorous um, consultation with every client, even if it's wasting my time for thirty minutes, and I know that, but I rather get it out of the way where client is not set in a direction where he's not going to be successful. And this client was a completely opposite. He was a perfect candidate. He's probably going to do the mentorship within the next week or so. He's already making a lot of money in the Arizona markets. He has the, the mindset of already doing a lot of in-game. Um, he already knows how to get positive EV. He already well, knows he's how already to fishing. Fish. He's already fishing. He's already fit. So that's what I'm saying. So it's right there. The conversation continues. And I explained to that client that you would be a good candidate because to him, he goes, I'm already reading screens, but I want to be the best at it. And I know Dave is the best in the industry. So sold. I'm sold. I'm in. I'm asking you to 
For the masses listening, no. The answer is no. Exactly. And, and I think so that much too much emphasis. It reminds me of 2020, excuse me, 2000, of I'm not going to have a job. I'm going to sit home, and I'm going to do this for a living. And I screenshotted a portion of Dave's uh, Instagram story where he said one month he was down 38 units, and the next month he was up 63. Can you handle those volatilities? Can you handle those swings? Can you be part of the 1% club that only bets 1% of your bankroll on the games? And the reality is I think that most of these people have delusions of grandeur because, again, they're they're sucked in with the uh, social media of the parlaying your way to riches. And, uh, you know, again, I get called a square all the time, even by Dave. And me, me and Dave love each other. I'm glad to be a square. I'm glad to not be a screen reader. I'm glad to just go about my day and then wait for my phone to go ding and then log in and get his winners. I am so delighted. So well, all I'm letting you know out there for you guys that are listening, there's nothing wrong with being a square and buying the fish. And if you're that gentleman that you spoke to, Mike, that is already reading the screens, well, yeah, if you're already fishing, great. I just think you need to, li- you need to, you need to think long and hard before you decide, I want to fish versus buy the fish. Well, of course. And I do believe the, the easiest route to be successful, which here's the thing. You could buy, uh, just to give a little analogy with crypto, when the crypto boom was around a couple years ago. How you doing there, buddy? Not good. I mean, I still have my BTC, but that's that's a long play. I wasn't really too worried about that. But all the other stuff crashed. Um, I made some money, and I, you know, it, it 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 wasn't anything what I anticipated, and it was a lot more hogwash than anything else. Um, but the reality is, instead of doing it yourself and just getting tips from other people on social media to put in a trade on. Um, some of them, let me think, the Shiba Inu coin, or to put it in on Hoge and Froge and all these other crazy altcoins. I just got an email. There's a new coin called Pepe they just launched. I still get the email. Very nice. Go ahead. But that's similar to, in this business, finding some guy on social media who has the biggest game of the day and you're playing his selection because... He likes it. The same same reasoning. What, the most successful clients with us and the ones that have been with us for years are the ones that understand that the only access they're getting on Telegram are the games that Dave bets. Um, during baseball, I take over the load, and I have two different AI models that I've been working on for many years that have been successful with the underdogs and the overs long-term. And Dave is a magician when it comes to overnight bets come football season. I mean, the guy hammers a ton of totals that are going to close good on Tuesday and Monday of the week for the following Saturday. NFL, he's betting overnights. I mean, to him, it's all about value. And when you understand that you're closing good consistently, that's where you get the most value. Nobody in this industry, I mean, nobody, and I've, I've seen hundreds and thousands of different types of cappers and guys that can bet 200,000 at the window and they drive Bentleys. All they do is sell hype and the biggest game they can't lose. That is never going to be a successful model for you to be able to make money season after season, year after year. 
sure you can get on these small mini streaks where that guy can get hot and you made a lot of money because you're overbetting your account and you're over leveraging. That's no different than you going to the casino and playing a thousand a hand in blackjack and hitting a shoe for 50 K. It's the same thing, but chances are if you keep going back to the casino and playing a thousand a hand with a limited bankroll, you're going to go bust. So telegram is a unique way for us to communicate with our subscribers in real time where literally when I get games from Dave, they're not even bet yet. We get them. You know that we, in our private chats, we get a literally a piece of paper with a pencil, not even a pen written out all the numbers and the, and the big on every single game. And literally that's before he's even betting them. So unlike other services in this space, that are very successful, that are giving out calls every single day to bet games, those games are already bet by them. Dave gives us a five- to ten-minute window before he even tries to get money down on the games on overnight plays, and that's with college football, with NFL, college basketball, and we've gotten away with it. We've gone away from it in NBA simply because of the injury concerns. There's not a lot of value of overnight betting anymore. But with college basketball, NFL, and in college football, as long as the injury, potential injury on an NFL team, if it's factored into the spread, I mean, I could go on and on and on, and it's not to bore the listeners, but we do the work for you. I mean, Telegram has been a proven model where guys, it's like once they get on it, they never come off. They just go to the next season and the next season because they realize it's so easy. It's very, um, we're very transparent. We post the records of the previous week, win or lose. We communicate with each client on Monday, especially myself with every single client by text or call to make sure we go over the money management. I mean, we're basically not only giving you the fish, but we're also helping you along the way so you do get some knowledge along the way of what's going on and why the spread is right and when to pass and when to not pass. And it's it's a really white glove service that I believe is very successful. We've always had happy clients. And at the end of the day, we are the buffers between these large syndicate groups. John, you get you deal with a lot of these big, large syndicates throughout the year in these alt sports. They don't have time to deal with the end user. Do you think, how many, how many days do you think it would take if, a, if an actual, if Dave Miller himself would have to communicate with these clients and a client loses a game and they send him these crazy texts. How long do you think before Dave's like, I'm not doing this. It's not worth my time. Well, no, of course. But, but the bigger issue, like I said, is that we're going to be launching their mentorship program for Dave. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, we're going to be doing it this summer prior to football. Be very careful if you, I'm just putting it out there. There's an application that we're going to be sending out. Don't just do it to do it. Just because something's free and you can just put in your information, like think about it. Do you have a day job? If you do, don't fill it out. Are you are you planning on doing this as a side hustle? Don't fill it out. Are you planning on reading the screens part time when you get home from work? Don't fill it out. If you're going to do that, just be just be like just be like me. Just just buy Telegram, go about your daily life, get the fish, 
Like I said, the city boy isn't going fishing anytime soon. I've been offered many a times from people that enjoy fishing immensely. And to all you out there that love fishing, hey, I'm glad that you love fishing. I would rather stick my head in a in the freezer than go fishing. So it's just not my thing. Nor and I would same thing with golf. I'd rather stick my head in the freezer than go golfing. You know. So the point is, I'll bet golf, but I'm not going to play golf like you, Mike. I just. I know that there's a certain type of tolerance an individual that can sit in front of a screen all day and hyper-focus, not move, not get up, not check a cell phone every 10 minutes, not be distracted. And the hyper-focus, the laser, you know, you see those memes with the laser eyes for Bitcoin, the laser eyes that Dave has when he's staring at the screens, that is something that I think is like 1% of the population has the ability to actually do that. And you can make the same correlation in all aspects of trading. I'm a financial trader. I'm I'm a futures trader, but I can't trade all day. I trade the open and then I trade the close. Uh, what is that? That's for a non-trader listening. I trade 9.30 to 10.30 to 10.30 in the morning, and then I trade 3.30 to 4 in the evening, and I'm done, like one hour. Like, I don't have the temperament to sit and, 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 and stare at screens all day, and I just think that too many people have this idealized version, and then we're on to the next thing. So that's it. Mentorship's going to be launched. If you're not the guy that can sit there all day, please Contact Mike, find out about the Telegram rates. You can DM him on Instagram, VR underscore Mike Safir, M-I-K-E-S-A-F-I-R. If you don't have Instagram, just create an account just for the purpose of DMing him directly, and, and, and that's the easiest path of least resistance. Now, let's talk about my man Cal in Kansas City. As you know, Every morning on Wednesday, I get the breakdown. Not only is he a client, not only is he a follower of Dave's, he's like our side stat guy, and we appreciate it immensely. You want to hear some crazy stats, Mike? Yep. Love to hear it. Favorites are 319 and 225 this season, year-to-date after last night's games. That means the favorites are 58.64%. If you have played to win $1,000 on every favorite, you would have risked $888,150. I'm going to repeat, $888,150 for a total return of minus 3.6% return. You would be down $31,940. So, as I said earlier in the season, every year, if you bet 10 games in baseball, four dogs will win outright. There will be an envelope stretch where it will go over or under from plus 62, 63 when the favorites are on a run, down to like 57, 58 where we're right now when the dogs are on a run. So the point is, as I've proved with math, and again, I get called a square, even you know my man Dave calls me a square. That's fine. It works for me. Betting dogs. Like I said on my YouTube video, am I cocky when it comes to betting dogs in baseball? Yes. Am I the best when it comes to betting dogs in baseball? 100%. Is anybody can convince me that they can get positive EV or an edge betting favorites in baseball? No way, Jose, unless you're Dave Miller and you play correlated parlays where you're getting greater odds than laying 200 to win 100 for your money. Currently, right now, how many units are we up in baseball this season? 
So for the actual underdogs, we're up 10 units, 10.15 at 41%, 66 and 93. So wait a average 66, and I'm, I've won 66 games, and I've, lost 90, and I've lost 93 games. Average bet is plus 161. So I'm down 27 games for the season, and I'm plus 10 units. Correct. So that's it. I don't want to beat a dead horse because I think I, I hit a linchpin. I had a nerve with people. They'll re- reach out to Dave. They're listening to the show. They get all animated, blah, blah, blah. Listen, if you like to make money in baseball, you bet dogs. If you, if you, wanna, if, if you well, want just, to prosper. Just to be clear, just to be clear, the underdog model and the overs model does not come from Dave. Correct. Dave, a lot of times, takes a long break during the summer where he tried it last year. I remember he actually paid a consultant to take him through the ropes of finding positive EV. Oh, yeah, he went, school, and spent, yeah. he went to school and basically thought it was a, a good commitment and a good spend of his money. And what he realized by the end of the year, it's too much work and the ROI in positive EV and baseball is too much. And most pros that do positive EV betting in baseball would say the same. I actually talked to a client yesterday that reads screens, and he said even his guys who are pros struggle with baseball with positive EV. And and all I could say to that is I believe that baseball is unique unlike any other sport. There's... In my opinion of doing this for years, I don't think a positive EV model works for baseball as it does you for just other were, You took the words out of my mouth. Exactly what I was yeah, going to say. Yeah, because right. the reason why it doesn't work is there's a, it's a different player starting every single day. It's not the same thing as looking at other – when they're doing positive EV, they're, they're just for those that don't understand, they're keying a number of a sharp book where the money's moving, and if it's advantageous at other books and the line's better, that they're actually betting it. That's a short version of it. So with baseball, it's it's not the same, and it's never going to be the same, and that's why the ROI is much lower when those guys are are doing baseball, unlike the other sports that are high ROIs, like 9%, like college basketball and college football. So because the line may move four, five, six points. And again, the line may move. There is no line in baseball except the money line. So they're not taking advantage of getting a better spread on the game. Just getting a better price just doesn't mean nearly as much as a better spread. So we we tinkered around with this years ago. Um, I was ahead of the curve with the, with the whole chat GPT AI models and how I could incorporate that into the strategy. I believe that we keep entering data year after year, and a lot of this stuff works, especially when you're only betting dogs. I mean, I believe, just like I said in one of the topics we're going to cover in the radio show today, you will never make money betting favorites in baseball. doesn't matter. It's not about the starting pitchers. It's not about just fading certain pitchers. It's all about getting value in considering that these teams, even the worst teams, are winning 50, 60 games a year means that they are beating, most of the time, favorites. They're never going to be a favorite if they're top of their division, losing five in a row, playing a team that's won five in a row. 
they're just they win, and it doesn't mean that they have to win every day, but it only takes a couple wins throughout the week, plus two hundred, plus two fifties, where it overcomes the variance of just initial losses of individual games. When you're not paying big, like in football, you could be fifty five percent, but you're paying ten percent on average in big throughout an entire season. That adds up. You could be 50% in playing underdogs, and you're paying, now you're making 10% more if they were just even money, which they're not because you're getting positive money. So it's even bigger of a return. That's why 40% is still a good number. And it only takes, and we've had weeks in previous years where we hit an actual high percentage for the week, and that makes like 3x on the units to begin with, without a single parlay. So, I mean, with this model, I mean, yes, I do believe baseball is the only sport where you could use data from the previous game, meaning the pitcher data, the relievers that are available, are the bats hot? Um, traditionally, are they playing during the day or at night? That stuff matters. In football, yes, does it matter if it's raining outside and the total could be a little lower? Potentially, but in baseball, it matters a lot more because the thinner that the air is, the more the ball carries, which means guys that are getting pop-ups are now getting home runs. I mean, I don't know if you remembered a couple weeks ago, they had a game in Mexico, and the total for the first game was 15. They went way over. They scored 22 runs. The next day, the total was in the 20s. Now, they went under in the second game, but think about that. Looking at the board and seeing usually the Colorado game is at 11, 11 and a half the total. This total was in the 20s. They are 7,000 feet higher than Colorado in Mexico when they were playing. So it, it just shows you that it does matter when the air is thinner, there's less humidity, night games, it carries further. And, that, that's and, all let, me, and let, me, let me give you some other interesting stats. The two most profitable teams in baseball, are two new teams this week, and they both have something in common. Um, they've never been favorites this season. Okay? So the number one team, I'm not going to ask you, I'm going to tell you, the number one Good. team. Because I don't know. The number one team for your money in baseball is 16 and 19. That means they've won 16 games. And I know lost this one. 19. How about this? I know this one. Detroit. Go ahead. You're right. Yeah, you looked. You looked. How am I going to look that fast? I just know because we've been riding Detroit for the last couple weeks. Okay. So Detroit is 15 and 19 as a dog. They have never been a favorite. They're the number one team for your money in all of baseball. The second team is, 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 not the second team is the Baltimore Orioles, but I don't want to include them because the Baltimore Orioles have been a favorite 18 times. Check this out, Mike. They're 15 and three as a favorite. Is that sick? They're eight and eight as a dog. They're up 10 games, 23 and 13. But all the money didn't come from the 15 and three. All the money came from the eight dogs. So this is what people don't understand. They see that 15 and three and they get impressed when they're a favorite. Nah, they're useless. It's all about the dog money. But here's the third team. This third team has never been a favorite, Mike. Only two teams have never been a favorite. This one is 40 minutes away from us, maybe 35 the way I drive. They're 15 and 21. They're 15 and 21 as an underdog, the Washington Nationals. 
So can you imagine if I told you right now, two of the three top teams have never been favorites, and if you've just been riding those two teams, you've been printing money. Washington and Detroit will take out Baltimore for sake of the argument. That just goes to show you how useless favorites are. Now, the Dodgers are 22 and 15, minus $97 for the season. Absolutely, utterly useless because they have only been a dog three times in their one and two. Same record, Arizona, plus $544 because they have been a dog 21 times, 23 times, excuse me, and they're 12 and 11. So this, this is, this is what I always say, and everybody likes to give me the square stuff. Square it all day long. I'm glad to be a square. If I'm a square in baseball, I, 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 I own it. I'm going to get a tattoo that says, I am a square. Johnny the square. If you're betting a team that's never a dog, just cross them off your list. You'll save yourself a lot of aggravation, a lot of money, a lot of heartache. Because I've proved, and again, the cockiness which irritates people is that the ERAs don't matter. The starting pitches don't matter. You know, our boy Troy's listening. Our, our, our man, he's a professional sports better up in Summerlin. Yes, he has an algorithm where he bets favorites in baseball. But he, it's, it's, not, it's not a sellable yeah, but, product. But, but be... Be more he bets specific. one game a, may a bet week. Exactly, right. right. Very low volume. He bets, one, he bets one game a week. That's not the reality of the world that I'm living in. He even knows. He said on the video on the radio when we had him on last time, we'll have him on again, that he comes over to my side with the quantity. When you're quantity betting, again, these are the top teams. Pittsburgh for your pocketbook. Washington Nationals for your pocketbook. Detroit for your pocketbook. I mean, it's ridiculous. You would never expect these teams. Now, there are certain teams that um, Oakland has been a favorite one time. They're 0-1. There are certain teams that I just can't. I mean, I almost don't even. I can't. There's no value betting them as a dog because they're always going to be a dog. I mean, they've won eight games this season, Mike. We're very, we have to admit that we have a little bit of a cross it off the list, even if Oakland comes up as a play. Unless well, no, the, model, really the model has, you know, with, with being able to, to grow this thing, it, it actually has been crossing it out for weeks now, where traditionally right. they would be a play because they see the trend throughout the season and then there's not a lot of value because even if they do end up winning 30, 40 games, you're, gonna lo- you're basically going to make a little bit of money if you play them every single game the rest of the year. I mean, there's two. But it's going to cost it. The variance is too high. Right. There's three dogs that you pretty much can cross off unless you have a really Kansas City, Oakland, and St. Louis. I mean, you're talking about 10 wins, 8 wins, and 13 wins. Now, what I will say is if you go back to my YouTube channel, John Syndicate on YouTube, you know, what did I say? I said playing back to Troy, who's also a professional Baccarat player, playing baseball is like playing Baccarat. It's, these all, just think of this as 162-game shoe. A lot of chop, Mike. Very few streaks. When you get to the seventh game of a streak, you pretty much know it's going to snap nine out of ten times. It won't make it to ten. Three teams hit a seven-game winning streak in the last 48 hours. All three teams lost their eighth game. Now, we didn't play them, and I explained on the YouTube videos, you can go back and educate yourself why, but I knew that basically that team was going to win because 
when you look 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 at today, Mike, for instance, it's Wednesday. Uh, every team is on a one or two game winning streak or losing streak. There is no consistency. You hear it highlighted when teams win five in a row and six in a row and seven in a row and and. What I've noticed is that on the winning side, five is about the high bar. You're getting really long in the tooth when you win five games in a row. And when you lose seven games in a row, it's kind of the low bar. So it's kind of like when you win five in a row, start looking to fade. When you win seven, when you lose seven in a row, start looking to fade. And again, when people hear this, Mike, there's a guttural, especially if you're over-educated and you're over-informed and you are technical positive EV better, a lot of people cringe when they hear this and they don't like the fact that it's actually true. How do you reconcile that, Mike? That it's, that, you know, sometimes it can be keep it simple, stupid, and you don't need to be that smart. I would say my success is that I'm not that smart. Go ahead. Well, it's the access to information and the people that want to do business with you because they know that not only will you be able to reciprocate this information and be able to teach the clients how to be successful, and it's we're, we're not the guys sitting behind screens looking at games all day during football and basketball. We're the ones communicating the information to the clients and being able to explain if the game is a pass or go and and that takes a lot of the day anyway, and that's that's the advantage that I think we have over the market and over the space is because we provide something that most people don't want to do, and that's to coach as much as we can because myself, I know I have a lot of wisdom because I've been around Dave for so many years, and I, and I could talk the talk enough to communicate to him because we had, we had a discussion the other day regarding he was very intrigued about my baseball models. And he's a numbers guy. He wants data. He wants to understand what I'm doing. He doesn't just want me to give him the selection. He wants to not particularly learn how to fish, but make sure that what I'm doing has solid homework and I'm consistently doing it no matter the sample size. And, and I showed him, like even when I showed him the data from the season, he goes, it's a small sample size. I, I know, but I've been doing this for years and it's, it's repeatable. So, again, you know, for the listeners that are hearing this and they're not already on our Telegram channels, Dave is doing something with me where we're doing a bundle, meaning if you want to sign up for football early and get access to all his overnight plays, all his Telegram channels for college and pro football, you basically get that included if you sign up for baseball as well. So, again, the whole point is to grow your bankroll between now and the first week of the NFL season, which before we blink, since we're already in May, is going to be rapidly approaching. There's already off-season workouts with all the rookies. Training camp will be around right around early, late July, early August. And then before you blink, like I said, we're going to be in week one of the NFL season. So you want to be properly funded. If you're not properly funded yet, you can get going with following the baseball models following it diligently, not doing it your way. I talk to way too many people that say, oh, I got a parlay system. Well, how's that working out for you? Do you know your P&L? Could, you know, you could easily log into your FanDuel account and DraftKings account and see your P&L. No, I don't really look into that. Well, then what's the, what are you doing this for? Well, I, you know, I, I think I'm up. That's I always get that. I think I'm up because all they remember is the last couple of days or couple of weeks of how they've been running. 
versus having real data to, to look at yourself and say, is this a successful business venture? Am I getting my money out of it where I have an expectation to make money between now and the end of the season like any other business, which is usually takes a lot longer? Sports gives you much faster return than any other market that we could invest in right now, if you do it correctly. It could also be a very quick loss if you do it incorrectly. So when we do this, and we do this radio show, the reason why we do it is not to pitch the big game like most cappers do. We don't have a big game. What am I looking at the board today? I'm looking at totals, um, waiting for Dave to give me NBA games. Um, Similar to last night, Dave had a play that was one minute before post. Nothing that we could put on our Telegram channel because we can't expect people to be literally sitting by their phones every minute of every day. We always give a, a at least a 30-minute to one-hour window prior to the game for releasing it on Telegram. But he had the 76ers right at post. Then he had the 76ers live. And because he's a pro, he's showing the bets in real time. Not bragging that he's betting the game. He just got the best price. So, again, it's a lot of this goes along with the price of the game for Dave. And if you're a loyal follower and you follow him on Instagram. I think he does way more than the than the norm for trying to be more real and be more personable to the consumer. And you know, I I field all the Instagram messages. A lot of people, unfortunately, think it should be almost free. When I say almost <laughs> free, something very cheap. That's that's the res- well. It's expensive. Well, I can't do that. Well then what do you think is going to happen when you're dealing with a guy that's betting on average 10000 a game? You think he's just going to roll over and just give you all of his insight and all of his edges for nothing? And it's like that that's the unfortunate part of the social media world versus a lot of the, sh- a lot of the rich and wealthy people in this country are not sitting there on social media all day. They're actually out there running businesses, being family men, doing things that are growing and, and more, you know, uh, educating themselves. They're not sitting there on social media all day. So unfortunately I get a lot of the wishy-washy guys message me going, give me a game tonight. Give me Dave's top lock of the month. Blah blah. And I'm like, well, I, I can't produce that because it's, that wouldn't be accurate. It wouldn't fo- go along with our business model. And they can't like get over that where, Unfortunately, those guys are setting themselves up to be long-term losers. Never will win with that mindset. The guys that call me and go, I get it. I've been following Dave for a year. I've just sat back and watched the entire time. I'm ready. Those are the guys that once they come on board and they become a team player, they never leave. You know, we have four minutes left before the music starts. What I will say is, as somebody that's a, a, a trader in the financial markets, you know, I've, I've said this before and I'll say it again. You know, in the perfect world, uh, sports betting would be like uh, the financial markets. If you want to day trade stocks and you, you want to pattern day trade, which is get four times leverage, you have to have a minimum account balance of $25,000 or you can't. And I, the, 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 it's not that these people are... Uh, 
wasting your time. It's that the availability and the way that this offshore sports book, not offshore, sorry, the legal sports books market the product on the incessant commercials that we all get banged with is $5 free bonus, $50 free bet bonus. But And I get it. They're publicly traded companies. But, you know, there's no barrier to entry to now wager on sports. You can have $5 and open up a sports betting account. You know, in the perfect world, you know, that's why when you go to johnssyndicate.com, little plug for me to end the show, you got to have 10 dimes to work with me. And if you want to pay for one day, no problem, 200 bucks. And if you want a week, no problem, 1000 If you got to trip out about paying me a dime for a week, I don't want to deal with you. If you're going to trip out about paying me 200 bucks to show me you're well-funded, I don't want to deal with you. So what you have to do, Mike, is like I do. You create the barrier to entry where you're dealing with a very limited high-end clientele, and it's not that you're being disrespectful to people that are in different uh, financial situations. It's just that there's only so many hours in a day, and the expectation of being successful with no gasoline in your engine. I've driven several times from Las Vegas to Los Angeles, where my family resides. I've never once begun that journey, leaving the Strip, with a less than a full tank of gas. Somebody calling you up saying, I have $300 in my account, I want to be mentored by Dave Miller, has, uh, you know, they they're, they're, they got three miles left before they're pushing their car up the road. So for all you listeners out there, understand that. You can't day trade Tesla or Apple stock with $300 in your trading account. Why would you be able to trade sports in the same manner? It's just normal. So for you, Mike, you know, be very quick on the phone calls. For you guys that are listening, hey, it's okay to be small and start somewhere. You can buy these little pick packs and systems online. It's great. Just don't buy into the hype of the lock this and the lock that, because the only lock I have is the one I stick the key in at night uh, when I get home. So that's all I got to say regarding that matter. And that's how you complete an hour of power over here on Sports Insider Radio. Yes, if you want to reach out, like I said, johnssyndicate.com. If you want to click the VIP link at vegasringers.com, you got to call the office to get access to the password. Why do we put a password on our video tutorial series? Three recorded series, three free recorded instructional series at vegasringers.com. Why is it password protected? Because we want to make sure we're not wasting our time. Call Mike if you want to get access to that. Like I said, vegasringers.com, the VIP link. Click that VIP link. There'll be a direct cell phone number to reach Mike directly for that passcode. And as always, you can hit me direct at johnsyndicate.com. Mike on Instagram, VR underscore Mike Safir. We will be back next week. The dogs will be barking. No, I didn't play the Yankees minus one and a half against Oakland. Good day and good luck. Good day and good luck.